Hello and welcome back to Gone Fishing, the bite-sized podcast where we read and review phishing scam emails and then we share a scam of the week story, a true scam story. Uh, my name is Catherine Fish, but you can call me Cat, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, Red Herring. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Red? I'm good. I'm excited for this week. We're back, baby. (laughs) I know it. We're back. And you've got the story today, which means you get to go first with your email. I yes, I hope you guys enjoy the story. I'm kind of excited about it. But um, I'm stoked. Yes, we will start off with my email selection for this week, which is titled subject line. I'm eager to receive your feedback. This comes from um, Anong. A-N-O-N-G, Anong. Um, their email is very suspicious looking. A.non.g.k.9.48 at pixela.jp. So from Japan. Pixela? Okay. Um, and it reads as follows. Dear sir slash ma'am. So we're <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> very personal intro. Yes. <laughs> I hope and pray that I have found you as the right person to help me, as I am in a very difficult situation after the death of my parents. Oh. And as such, I'm also making contact with you for your kind help and assistance. My name is Ms. Anong K from Thailand. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> the email's from Japan, but she is from Thailand. Oh. Um, I contacted you directly at your email address and then it lists the email address. I contacted you. Yeah, sorry. I contacted you directly at your email address, email listed for a reason. I need your help to transfer. I need your help to transfer to you and your country, some funds and inheritance left to me by my late parents. So I can start up a new life, a business and stay under your guidance hoping to find comfort, peace, and happiness once again in your country. What? That's a big request. Um, Whoa. At your request, I can provide you with all relevant and verified proof in regards to the above-mentioned inheritance funds for your confirmation. Furthermore, I am also available to talk with you either on the phone (laughs) or video call for your convenience (gasps) to show my sincerity that I'm honest with my mail, which was directed to you. Should you be interested or have any questions in this regard, please feel free to send me an email. I hope to receive your favorable response soon. Yours sincerely, Ms. Anong. Whoa. Yeah. So, initial <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> um, I love how it just was, this was like a slow burn email. Like, right out of the gate, she was like, so my parents died. Yep. Um, also, as, making as it clear. As is the norm. Yep, yep, typical. But then the demands became larger, exponentially larger as the email went on. Till by the end, she was like, so I want to give you this inheritance, but also I need you to adopt me and I'm moving to your country. Yeah. And I'm going to start a business and also <laughs> find uh, love, joy, and happiness and live, laugh, love. <laughs> yep. Yes. Once again. <laughs> yeah. I think the most like alarming part is when she's like, I want to stay 
under your, under your guidance. Like yeah. what? What? Excuse Hold, me. Time out. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I, I I don't have an extra room right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was. I just yeah. I liked the a slow burn is a perfect way to describe it. I saw this one and I was like, yeah, this is. <laughs> It just got so much more ridiculous. Also, I am so fascinated that this person threw in the offer to do a video call. Yeah. I mean, they didn't provide their email or or, I'm sorry, they didn't provide their phone number to have a phone or video call, but they did offer to do it. So that was unusual. Do you think they actually would, though? (sighs) Who's to say? I... Uh. I feel like probably they would just keep up making reasons why they couldn't. Right. I would imagine. Yeah. Would be the step there. But it's weird to even offer it if you don't plan to move forward with it. So do you think they have like an actor? Maybe. Maybe the person in Japan where this email came from. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess call scams are pretty easy i mean yeah. they could probably just say my video isn't working right now we can do a call yeah and then, like a voice call yeah and then from there get your phone number and then annoy you perhaps the the ploy is not that they would ever actually do it but they're trying to offer some kind of credibility to just mm-hmm. get your information in the first place because that's ultimately all that they're after yeah who wants to talk on the phone with a stranger anyway so uh, I rarely want to talk on the phone with people that I know. There you to go. To be honest. <laughs> Noted. This, this is why Kat doesn't answer my phone calls. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, goodness. Well, yeah. So here we are. I'll let you go first with your ABCs and share your thoughts. Okay. For attention grabbing. Remind me. Oh. I remember. How could I forget? The opening line of the email. What was it like? Dear, Dear sir, sir or slash ma'am. Yeah. Either or whatever, whatever yep. you feel. Um, also, the subject line is a, was long. I am eagerly awaiting your reply. I'm eager to receive your feedback. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> your feedback. That makes it sound like this is like a, an automated survey response or something. Agreed. The feedback where it's like, it's not really feedback you're after. Um, but I do like, I think in an amusing way, it's attention grabbing that they put the sir slash madam option yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. It's like very clearly, completely impersonal. <laughs> yep. Um. So between those two things, those would probably both catch my eye. So I'm going to give it... Uh, also the orphan plot, you know, it's a bit overdone, but gets me curious. I'm going to give this one a six for attention grabbing for believability. Like I said, at the beginning of the email might've been one thing and they really tried with the video call option. So I might give them like an extra point for that, but, um, I don't believe that they, know me i don't believe that there's an inheritance or that they want to be under my guidance or move to my country also where are you from nobody knows yeah thailand i guess is what they say but yeah mm, questionable Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say for believability uh i'll give it a five 
Uh, so just kind of like right in the middle. And then for charisma or call to action, what was the call to action at the end? Just a response. Should you be interested or have any questions in this regard, please feel free to send me an email. I hope to receive your favorable response soon. Not very clear. Yeah. Like if I were to type a response, would I just say like, uh, I am in favor. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's even, like there's pretty no passive question. too. It's like, eh, if you want to give me an email back, you know, that's cool. Right. Like, it's not like, please respond kind of thing. So despite what the subject line of the email would have you believe. Yeah. So I'm going to give this one uh, for charisma or call to action. I'm going to give it another five. All right. So Just six, kinda, five, five. Yeah. Kind of right in the middle. That's fair. I, for attention grabbing, I don't find this very attention grabbing. I think like you had said, the subject line kind of gives me a like, rate this software program <laughs> like kind of email i'm eager yeah. to receive your feedback just doesn't scream like an email that i would want to open um yeah. and then the the sir slash ma'am is like one step above to whom it may concern so <laughs> right you're just kind of like uh okay this is like clearly just a template email of some kind yeah um they don't know who i am the main thing that i would find attention grabbing is the fact that they place your email address inside the email oh i forgot about they that mentioned that yeah they're like i i contacted you directly at your email address here it is yeah um, so i guess and again that's probably a template of like you know the code of you know put the recipient's email in this right. spot here but it does at least kind of have some eye attention of like you know because it's a link because it's an email so it's the font color is blue instead of black yeah. and then you're it's in bold um and it's your email so you're going to be like oh yeah i recognize that so it's true that's attention grabbing um which i believe was probably the point um <laughs> of that but that's really the only thing i find interesting or attention grabbing um in this email so i'm probably going to give it a four Okay. I'll give him the point for the email insertion, but yeah. the rest of it is pretty like I wouldn't open an email. I don't think that said I'm eager to receive your feedback. Like yeah. I would just be like, no. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> I don't need a five dollar Amazon gift card to rate <laughs> like Adobe or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Not worth it. Um good point. So for believability. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is pretty standard. <laughs> it's pretty standard email that we've seen multiple times. Death of a family member causes inheritance, causes crisis with getting inheritance from yep. bank. Need For you. some mysterious reason, they're never yeah. able to get it. <laughs> yeah, so they need us to help them get their inheritance from an American bank yep. or whatever. And... So they need us to respond so that we can help them with that. So the believability is like, nah, this is pretty textbook, not legit email. Yeah. Um, at least I, I will say the the formatting is normal. You know, there's nothing yeah. egregious about the the layout of this email. There's nothing egregious about the grammar overall of this email. So I'll give points for that because I think that, you know, this doesn't look like it was sent from some faraway land, per se, um, huh. of like with a 
large language barrier. So it was, I will say that grammatically it was pretty correct. Yeah. Yeah. I will say there weren't a lot of, yeah, it doesn't feel like they just threw this in a Google translate right? and copied pasted it. So, <laughs> right. so I'll give points for that for sure. I'll probably give this a, a five like you did just kind of down the middle. Um, you know, they tried, but it's pretty textbook, not believable overall. Um, but yeah. nothing egregious within it in itself to dissuade me. Right. Um, for charisma and call to action, Again, it's pretty average. I mean, the call to action is pretty weak. Uh, I mean, again, should you be interested or have questions? I hope to receive favorable response, but also I want to move in with you. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) I'm getting mixed mixed signals here um, of what like the urgency level is. Right. Um, So that's interesting. There's no timeline at all, again, with the urgency. There's no timeline with this. It's just, yeah, hey. And then the weird mix of personal and impersonal. Dear sir, ma'am, I contacted you directly, your email address for a reason. Did you? Like, okay. Didn't feel Um, like that when you didn't know if I was a sir or a (laughs) ma'am. Yeah. So, I mean, the charisma is just... Fine. And then the call to action is pretty weak. So I'm actually probably, I think I'm going to give this like a four. I just don't think there's, I don't think there's a lot of good direct instructions going on here. So. Yeah. I think our average score is like 14 and a half out of 30. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that fits middle of the road. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's kind of you know, what? Yeah. But I appreciate the, the dear sir slash ma'am i just that was funny to me when that i saw was, it so. that was really funny um well thank you Anong, for your email i hope whether you're in thailand or japan right now i hope that you find someone to let you give them or give you their guidance and their business i hope that you find happiness and joy and fortune once again yes indeed (laughs) or whatever she said (laughs) oh goodness well um moving right on around the world should i jump into my email oh yeah we're we're going on tour here we go in honor of the one year um russian invasion of ukraine oh last weekend we have a good war scam email (laughs) Ooh, we love a war scam. <laughs> ah, the subject line reads, I, Mrs. Oksana Slavic, anxiously await your quick and kind reply. Okay, here we go. Oksana. From, from it says Oksana Slavic, but the email address says Mr. John Johns Lashar at gmail.com. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how to read that. Maybe but. that's her. Um, oh, shoot. What's the pseudonym? The, oh, like when you write yeah. under a different name. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's her author name. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Um, good day, period. I am writing to you because I need you to save the life of my granddaughter and to help me secure the remaining of my family's life savings kept by my late husband outside Ukraine. 
Wow. Huh. Okay. <laughs> As you know, our country has been in an endless war for a long time. I lost my husband, children, and sisters to this war. All I have left is my granddaughter. I have also lost all money and properties my husband and I acquired over the years, except the money I mentioned above. As I am old and weak, I want you to help me receive this savings and use it to take care of my granddaughter when she arrives in your country. The money is enough to last her a lifetime, even after you may have received your percentage for all the assistance you shall render to us. I really need your help to get her out of Ukraine to your country and enable her to have a good future. I anxiously await your quick and kind reply. Kind regards, Oksana Slavic. All right. Well. Woo! Nothing like using a war to peddle your phishing scam. Uh, oh boy. Here the we go. There. Also, okay, you you go. What are your first oh, okay. impressions, Red? Um, I appreciate the name, but I don't know. It feels kind of on the nose too, but like, at least they are trying to be correct that way. I suppose like culturally, like I feel like Oksana is a regionally appropriate name. Um, <laughs> it's like Slavic John is Smith. like literally a like nationality though. So that's interesting. Um, I know, right? Ethnicity. Yeah. So that's interesting. But, um, Oksana, uh, uh, she needs us to save her granddaughter's life. Yep. Opening sentence. Boom. There it is. There it is. Wow. Just a small. So that's favor. attention grabbing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is that is attention grabbing right there. Um, the rest of it again, it kind of falls into that that template that we're used to. Family members dying. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I have this money. There's a war. And yeah, um, wow. So yeah, so I I do appreciate the opening sentence, very attention grabbing. So I will give attention grabbing a seven because that is like, boom, like, good day. I need you to save my granddaughter's life. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Happy Thursday or whatever yep. day. <laughs> yeah. So wow. So seven for that. There we go. Um Believability. Hey, we're hitting these modern issues, these current yeah. day events. So relevancy, that's good. You know, where everyone has heard about the war in Ukraine. So that's, you know, relevant. Yep. Um, so points for that, I guess, you know, they're not <laughs> just making up a story um, right. of like, well, they are, but they're not making up a current event. Yeah. Um, and they're also, it's not just, I'm sick. And that's it. I have seven different types of cancer and COVID. Right. Yeah. yeah. So points for that. Um, I'll probably give believability a five, maybe a six. I'll okay. say five. What did five. you give attention grabbing? Oh, a seven. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Seven and um, five. Got it. Seven mm -hmm. and five. Charisma is, this is a lot. This is like, <laughs> this is like. What do they call that when you um, trauma dumping? That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> when you're just like, hi, my name Ox my name's Oksana and um, everyone in my family is dead and <laughs> I'm in a war and I'm going to die because I'm old and weak and my granddaughter's going to die if you don't save her. So please do that. <laughs> also, <Kind> regards. 
my favorite color is blue. So you're just like, <laughs> whoa, oh, boom. Yeah. So this is a lot of trauma dumping going on right now yeah. from Oksana. I would not want to play an icebreaker game with her. And no, so, no second dates for Oksana. <laughs> God, no. Um, so yeah, so that's, it's pretty heavy. I mean, the charisma, I guess, like really playing up that empathy, the hopes of empathy there because wow. I mean, just a lot going on here for Oksana. Endless war. Is it really endless? I mean, I understand like, but it's been a year. I don't know if that's endless. Well, and um, this email actually was like received over the summer of 2022 so officially the war had only been going on for like six months yeah okay if yeah so interesting word choice sucks on it but yeah. i get it um, maybe she's hearkening back to like the second world war <laughs> oh gosh the cold war yeah um, you're right yeah it's it's, it's heat um, yeah, so not to make light of the war in Ukraine, that is a serious issue, but like I know uh, I don't think it's an endless war for a long time, especially if this was written in the summer of 22. Um, and shame on you for using this as a scam platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. The charisma's okay. Again, the language writing is good. Um, you know, there's this does this feels well written in the sense of grammatical accuracy and those kinds of things. True. Um, the formatting is fine. I pulled it up to look at it while you were reading and the formatting is fine. Um, but I just, I don't know. It's so distasteful to use, to use this topic. And so that like hurts the charisma score because it doesn't feel believable (laughs) to me. Like because the believability score is mediocre, that I think hurts the charisma score in this situation for me. So I'm going to give charisma like a, like a four. Okay. So Um, 16 is your combined. Yeah. I think that's just, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Oksana. I hope your granddaughter is okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I couldn't save her. (laughs) I'm sorry that her blood is on my hands. Yeah. Apparently. I think there's also kind of a funny detail. Um, where she was like, I've lost all my money and all my properties, except for the money that I mentioned above, which happens to be a fortune that is going yeah. to make you very rich and also her for the rest of her life. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait, what kind of like, are you guys like royalty? Like, yeah, I think Oksana is loaded, actually. <laughs> Bizarre. And I don't know why she needs our help, but OK. Yeah, just like, 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 put her on a plane. I need help to get it. Do you? I don't know why you need my help to get this inheritance money. I feel like there's literally nothing I could do to help you get inheritance money. There's absolutely nothing. Also, the, like family's life savings, wouldn't that be in a bank account that you had access to? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it's like, or they like came a up- trust or something. Like it wouldn't be something I would have access to. No, of course but, not. And especially know. not internationally. In a war-torn country, why would I have any claim to that whatsoever? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't... It's like they they spent so much time working up the sob story that they forgot that there had to be, like, a legitimate reason to, like, ask me for my info. Yeah, yep. And they just, like, forgot. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, the attention-grabbing... Yeah, that first line is a doozy on this email. 
I need you to save the life of bombs. (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't help myself. You're right though. Cause she's literally using this war and all these, like it's, it's too much. You're doing too much here. So, but that first line, the subject line is like really long and kind of annoys me that it's so long. It's a full sentence. Uh, but that first line of the email, boom. So I'm going to give that one a seven also. Oh, you gave it a seven? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I can't use the same score. But why? that's what my gut says. So I'm going to go with it. I don't want to copy you. Um, so seven. And then for believability, yeah, the fact that they're reaching out to me to help them get their family's life savings, that seems to be a small fortune. Um, it's completely unbelievable. Also, I'm not taking responsibility of this person's grandchild. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, so I'm going to give that a four. And then charisma. Yeah, the fact that they're trying to use this war and like they're being old and all these people dying to guilt me into helping them, which is actually just to scam me, is like, eh, lame. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it another four. Okay. So. 15 for me. What was your average, your combined again? Oh gosh, I was seven, four, or no, seven, five, four. So 16. So that would be 16. Yeah. 16 and 15. Okay. So between the two of us, it's like 15 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Or something. That checks out. Yeah. So again, middle of the road, but shame on you. Yeah. Listener, if you ever catch us doing our math wrong, no, you didn't. <laughs> so there's that well usually to be fair usually i have my cell phone and i like i pull up my calculator and i'm actually like crunching numbers but i left it in the other room and yep. um i don't Crunching those single digit numbers <laughs> i don't <laughs> math <laughs> no we are we were not math students um no <laughs> do not hold it against us we're here for the the drama we're not here for yeah we're here for we're the here team. for the for this we're not here for the math <laughs> no we're just guesstimating <laughs> oh funny oh goodness all right red you've got the catch of the day i do have the catch of the day so, I'm so excited um this story comes from the daily mail uh, which is a uk news outlet and it's a couple years old at this point, but still very interesting. And I had never heard of it. So I don't feel like it's that widespread of a story. Um, the title is very long and it kind of gives away the story. So I don't want to share what the title is yet. So I'm just going to call this. Um, sometimes I don't know. I was trying to think of a good title for this. I'm going to call it uh, Dangerous Flame is what I'm going to call it. Ooh. And I think you'll like this story. So this story has two primary characters. We have Colleen and her sweetheart, James Scott, the fireman. <laughs> Ooh. So. Spicy. The basic timeline of this story. Colleen and James met via some sort of online dating app, website, whatever. A modern love story. Um, yes, that's how they met. Um, Colleen has pre- children from previous marriages. 
um, or marriage. Uh, she had two previous marriages. Um, I'm not sure if the kids came from both or just one, but she has some children. Mm-hmm. She's in her early 40s. He's in his late 30s. They met. Um, they really hit it off and connected. They met in person. Um, he's a firefighter. He's charming. And they start a relationship together. They really get along. Um, he kind of woos her with these, with it, just his personality and also the stories of his heroism as a firefighter. You know, he talks about like saving a child from a burning building and like Whoa. jumping out a window and we All love a man things. in uniform. <laughs> right. Yeah. This guy is the very um, stereotypical in a good way fireman kind of guy. Like, yeah. you know, strong, brave, heroic. And um, he also ha- comes from decent money, which is nice. Um, his mother is well to do and he has a couple million dollars in his personal bank account. So full Listen, package. Does he Colleen. need my help to access these funds? <laughs> good question. No. Um, <laughs> he has access to those funds. Oh, good. Um, okay. Unfortunately, they don't need us as a middleman in this situation. Okay. But yeah, so they start a relationship together. Um, they eventually move in together. Um the one caveat is Colleen is like, listen, I already have three kids. I don't really want more children Mm -hmm. um and he's like oh don't worry about it i'll get a vasectomy so he does this and um and they're like okay great and they move in together well a couple months after the vasectomy she gets pregnant (gasps) oh colleen is pregnant and he's like Oh, sometimes it happens, you know, there's like a one in 200 chance, you know, which is true. I've heard that they can fail. Sure. Yeah. And like any sort of birth control measures, you know, sure. There's always the small percentage that it doesn't work kind of thing. So she's like, well, okay. Um, I'm pregnant and they move forward with the pregnancy, but it's very, it ends up being a very dangerous pregnancy for Colleen and the child. Um, but they get through it. The child's okay. The child's born prematurely, but it's okay. She has to have like a lot of medical procedures with the pregnancy. She's having a lot of issues, but they both turn out. Okay. So that's good. So she has this son and now, um, with James, well, then, uh, James, you know, they're continuing to live life. James is gone four days a week, though, because he's a firefighter. So he has to live at the fire station, you know, because they're on constant call. Right. But he would always come home and have his fire gear and all that kind of stuff when he came home. But he's only home like three days a week because he yeah. has to be at the fire station. Um, but otherwise, you know, she misses him when he's gone, but they get along. Everything's great. Um, she has this new son. And then eventually James proposes. And so now they're engaged. Wow. And he proposes with her to her with this wedding diary with all these plans for what they're going to do. Like, you know, like we can do this for the wedding. Here's this grand venue. Um, here's this, you know, they're going to have this amazing uh, honeymoon and they're going to go to Vegas and they're going to like Gordon Ramsay's going to be their chef and all this, these incredible Whoa. things. Yeah. And fairy tale. Um, and he's going to pay for it all because he can afford to. And so, yeah, so they're excited about that. Um, then things 
start to turn a little bit. Oh, and I should also say he also made plans of like, hey, we're going to, um, you've always wanted to start like, like a, a business, um, like and run kind of like a wine bar. And so like, we're going to buy this property um, and start this business. And we're going to, and like all these ventures and also we're going to be property managers. My mother has these properties. And so we're going to be the property managers for my mother for these properties and also increase the properties under our management. And so that's how, you know, like we're going to be able to sustain our, our lifestyle and all this stuff. So she quits her job, they get her sister involved and like the sister's going to be part of it. And he's like, I do need some money up front to help with blah, blah, blah. So they end up forking over like $50,000 to help settle this while he's waiting on his mother to send over some stuff too. Um, oh no, I think I know where this is going. Eventually. Yeah. So eventually things start to start to wane a little bit, you know, he's never around a lot, um, because of his job and, then it's like, okay, well, that's fine. And, you know, he's taking care of all the wedding stuff, though. So that's been helpful. Um, you know, and she's distracted with this new baby. And she has a small child. Right. Yeah. yeah. And her uh, three other kids. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So she's very busy doing that. He's busy being a firefighter and managing those things. Well, Eventually, the wedding starts to get close, and he says, hey, I have, you know, and he has kids, too. I forgot to. He's also oh, been previously married. Okay. So he has daughters that live in the U.S. They're in the U.K. Okay. Um, but he has daughters that live in the U.S. with his ex. And so he's like, hey, I want to go get them and for the wedding, so I'm going to go get them um, and bring them back. And she's like, okay. And so he goes to America to get these daughters of his and a couple days like four days i believe it said before the wedding he comes back and he doesn't have the daughters and he's like my ex won't let me take them and so they're not going to be in our wedding also it's a whole thing did they not talk the whole time he was there i feel like she would have known about that i don't know that's weird yeah, she knew about the daughters. I I just forgot to mention it. She knew he had, he knew she had kids, and she knew he had. No, kids I mean like divorced, while but... he was in America, wasn't he like, oh my gosh, my ex is being the worst. Oh right, yeah. I don't yeah. know if they're so, gonna come back with me. No, he. It seems like the pattern here is like when he's gone, he doesn't communicate that much. Okay, but but he does provide evidence of all the things that he says. So like he's shown oh. her his bank accounts with the funds. He's shown her the vasectomy, like sure lab results and like sure. all these things. Uh, but okay. her sister starts to get suspicious at this point. She's like, "Why does this guy like when he comes back without the daughters?" And she starts to get suspicious, and she starts kind of trying to dig into this guy. And it almost feels like it's too good to be true. Yeah, and she's or everything's just like, too convenient. Why is, yeah, and I mean, they're a couple days out from the wedding. The sister discovers the wedding venue was never booked. (gasps) So that didn't, that has not happened. There's no wedding. There's actually no wedding. Yeah, the day of the wedding arrives. And so she goes to her sister and she's like, this isn't, like, this wasn't booked. And like, she's starting to dig into like these details. And she's like, this just, like, there is no wedding. Like. It doesn't exist. He said he's covering all this stuff, but none of this stuff has been booked or reserved or anything. 
Oh my gosh. What so was they his con- plan to yeah, tell so they her? Con- they confront him oh. on the day of the wedding <gasps> and are like, what is happening? Like, you know, like, so they're, they confront him. He says he will be right back. He leaves the house <laughs> and they never, they don't see him again. He goes to he get just, some milk from the grocery store. Yeah, he disappears. James... <gasps> In the wind. Disappears on what should have been wedding day. After living with Colleen and having a child with Colleen. And they then they come to discover that this man is a complete, absolute fraud. Oh um, my gosh. His real name is not James Scott. <gasps> That's not that is a name. fake name. That is a fake name. Um, his real name. Oh, shoot. Where is it? I just. So, yeah. So that's not his real name. I'll find his name in a second. But um, it's Greg Wilson is this guy's real name. Greg. Not James Scott. He's not a firefighter. Never was. Um, Did he just like randomly have all of the equipment? Um, so he was pretending to be a firefighter <laughs> for this woman. He does not have millions of dollars in his bank account. His Mother is not wealthy, not a wealthy property owner from France. Like he said, she was like just a normal individual and didn't live in France. And um, he was an unemployed former soldier. Woof. And did not, yeah, did not have a job, did not have money. Um, didn't have a personality because he had to make that up too. <laughs> yep, but what he did have, Kat, was a wife and another family. No! That's did they what live he did in have. England? Yep, so he, when he was pretending to be a firefighter and, oh, I have to be gone for he four was, days, he, he was, was living with, with his original family and his wife of 13 years. Oh, and so she th- also believed he was a firefighter, so when he was going to work from their perspective, he was with the other woman. Yeah, Maybe? I'm not, I don't know. All I know is the, the real wife, if you will, the, his, his actual wife, um, their relationship was not great. And that she, like, she was just kind of this long suffering as they put it wife of his. So I don't oh know if he was lying gosh. to her about being a firefighter. Cause she knew he was a soldier a former soldier, he was discharged. They gave him like a discharge sum of money. Um, oh, okay. And he blew through that. And then, um, oh yeah, I do. Sorry. He had told her that he had a different job. Some okay. at like a, like a, like golf resort or something. So yes, he was playing both sides. That's where he was saying his money was coming from, where his money was actually coming from was Colleen and her family when he was like, getting her and these other businesses that he was claiming because he was going around saying like, Oh, we have this property management right. business and blah, blah, blah. So he was like scamming businesses. He was scamming Colleen and her family and getting people to like put down payments on things and like give him like upfront, like $50,000. Yeah. So that's how he was getting money. Um, and then he was jumping back and forth between Colleen and his actual wife and neither were the wiser. Oh, so this God. is the real Greg. Um, what my mind, it like, 
<laughs> why make it so complicated for yourself, Greg? Right. He was for he was falsifying documents of his bank accounts. He was falsifying that he got a vasectomy. He was falsifying, um, you know, these business like everything. documents and contracts and just everything about him was he was creating fake people via email and emailing back and forth between himself and these other email addresses to show that he had records of like, yeah, like I'm talking to my mom's like assistant or whatever about like setting these things up and, Oh, I'm talking to this person, but it was all just him creating emails and having conversations with himself back and forth so that he could like print out the, the receipts of like, yeah, I did these email exchanges. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's so. So this went on for like three years before he got caught. Basically, like they were together for like a long period of time, um, oh, or so. Right. I could be. Uh, don't quote me on the timeline, but it was a significant. amount. I mean, they moved in together. They were living together. It was a significant amount of time. But then, um, as soon as he set the engagement and they set a wedding date, that was that was D Day for his yeah. lie. Yep. So then he just left, and then he was arrested. Um, by the police for fraud, obviously. Um, eight counts of fraud. He pled guilty. Uh, two forgery charges. Um, yep. And oh my gosh. His fraud offenses were equaled sums of just over a hundred thousand pounds. Um, yeah. And so that's he, not even that he much. He received a sentence. Yeah. He received a sentence of like six years or more, I believe. Um, wow. For the guilty pleas. And both Colleen and his actual wife um, hate him. So. <laughs> and you know, but, he can't afford the child support. Right. And so that's the biggest, like, is she's like, I had a child with this guy. Like, yeah. and I thought he was a completely different person. And now I have to like someday have a conversation with my child. Like, about who his father is and yeah and then the actual wife also like said you know people wonder how I didn't realize for a long time what this guy was like but he's so manipulative and controlling um I didn't realize how badly he was wrecking my life um but then she was stuck in it you know so oh I feel for her so that is the story of a dangerous flame. Wow. That can't be put out by a fake firefighter. So. <laughs> I mean, it's like that saying, if, if, if it feels too good to be true, it probably mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It's just bizarre because the article has like, you know, the photos of like the falsified documents and like, I mean, this man was literally just like living multiple lives fake and all of them fake all of them fake and just no one was the wiser somehow that's like, it's incredible that people can think they can get away with that or even attempt to do that with modern technology i mean it like, worked it for worked for solid amount of time but yeah he put so much effort into that for such little reward yeah like what I mean, other than the like Imagine, self-gratification of knowing that you were right. lying and hurting so many people. But, like, imagine putting that much effort into, like, actually just having a job. 
Yeah, right? Like maybe just actually have a job instead of pretending to be a firefighter, a property manager. Go be an actual firefighter. um, Whatever else he was pretending to be. Like all these appointments with businesses, all these like back and forth. Like imagine just having a job instead. It could have been real. Like he could have made in three years salary. He could have made more than a hundred thousand pounds. And he could have been a property owner. Like these things could have been real. Yeah. And you could not be in prison right now, but. Yikes. Yep. So that is, wow. Why lie about the vasectomy and then get her pregnant? (laughs) I have no idea. That's a bizarre lie that I don't quite understand. The only thing I can think of is he just like, I think he realized that was like a, maybe like a, a firm line for her of like, yeah, if we're going to live together, then like you have to do this, you have to do this kind of thing. And he was like, well, I'm trying to scam this lady for money. So guess we're doing it. Like, but But it was not really. Yeah. But not really. But I guess that was just his way to whatever. But then like went ahead and had a child anyway. So, but like he knew that there very well could be a baby and then there was. So like now that's on your conscience. Yeah. Yikes. So that is my crazy story. I'll share the link. um, So we can put it on the, the Instagram for people to read the whole in detail synopsis thing that they if they want to here but that is the summary also cat moving forward we have um we have some fan mail this week yeah actually so i would be very happy to read that from oh. our gone fishing pod at gmail.com um we have a message from dylan pollock which reads uh subject line open this for good luck Open now in all caps. Oh, 10 of 10 attention grabbing. (laughs) Yes. Very good, Dylan. Um, And it reads, just wanted to say, I love the podcast and literally snorted at work during the most recent episode when Red said, get in loser, we're joining the Illuminati. (laughs) From Dylan. And then, P.S., if you send me $50, I can pay to have my $50 million unlocked from the bank and we'll (laughs) repay you $5 million. Don't delay. As I'm asking many <laughs> podcasts um, and others will quickly want the $5 million. Just send me your special, send me your social security number, your bank account number and pin ASAP. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Dylan, for that. I appreciate it very much. You're our first person to write in on the email. So thank you so much. Amazing. Thanks, following, Dylan. Following up with, yes, thank you, Dylan. Um And following up on that, we also had, I had a message from another listener, Gab, who had told me last week about how she, someone tried to steal her identity on Instagram. And so she sent me the deets of that. And so that was also very fascinating. Thank you for sharing with us, Gab. Um, Someone was pretending to be her on Instagram, recreating her profile and using her photos and then was sending messages to a bunch of her contacts of her followers on her real page with the same message of, hey, how are you doing? Did you receive any weird link on your SMS? If so, then make a copy and send it to me. It's a hacked link and was sent to all my followers. I'm reporting 
all of these as soon as possible. Please don't click on it for the safety of your account. Okay. Did you receive the link? And then you they know, just keep asking if yeah. they received it. So she sent me multiple screenshots of that happening with multiple different people. So the goal, obviously, is they're trying to get like the safety code yep. to get into her account. So yeah. nothing happened. She was able to, oh, you know, good. get get the fake account reported. Her all of her stuff was safe. But good. she was like, oh my gosh, I had to tell the gone fishing pod because this happened to me. So we appreciate you listening as well, Gab. We appreciate yes, you sharing that you. with us. Glad you're staying safe out there. Yeah. I've, you know, I've actually heard of that happening a lot recently. A yeah. couple of my friends on Instagram have been sharing on their stories that there's somebody impersonating them and sending all of their followers weird messages. And it's probably a very similar message yeah. or a plot, you know, but Yes. As you always say, Red, stay safe out there. Absolutely. And Gab and Dylan actually have a podcast of their own that they co-host. So I'll give a plug for that (gasps) since they wrote in. Thanks so much for writing in. It's called Movies to Watch Before You Die. Oh. And they discuss um, a film each week that one of them or a listener sends in um, and they watch the film and they discuss whether or not they believe based on their rankings and their um, breakdowns of the films, whether or not they believe it's a movie to watch before you die. And it's very entertaining. What a great podcast. It's very fun, very entertaining. I highly recommend. So do check them out if you have the chance. Perhaps we should do a collab episode um, around the theme of the movie Catch Me If You Can. Ooh, interesting thought. We'll have to because that's like one of the best. It's a great movie, but it's also like total scam theme. And maybe Fair. we could we could find some content that would. Oh, I'm just I'm just thinking. Yeah. So Dylan and Gab, if you're listening to this, and we know that you are, <laughs> um, maybe there'd be some opportunity to do a collab in the future. That Could'd would be, be very entertaining. So, wow. That's all I got for this week, Cat. Thank you. Thanks for that great story and for the the fan mail or the fin mail. Oh, the fin and, mail. That's right. We were going to call it that and I totally forgot. So that's moving okay. forward, it's called fin mail because fish, cat, <laughs> cat came up with it and I love it. So uh, our fin mail. Thank you so much we love um, a good fishing for swimming fun. our way. And mm-hmm. until next time, stay safe out there. That's right. Until next time.